But why the heck am I just beating myself up every single day for this thing? Why? If there's no Super Bowl. And that's what we're doing every day as entrepreneurs oftentimes. It's showing up every single day, beating ourselves up with no really clear reason that we're doing it other than a few bucks. So how do you shift that? It's 3.45 a.m. and I'm driving right now. And so you probably hear a little bit of background noise. Yes, this is a Trevor Truck, uh, tru- Trevor Truck Talk. I can't talk this early in the morning. Uh, this episode's about a topic that really hit me hard this past week. Had a call with my coach, and my coach, uh, my coach called me out. Called me out in in, in a really really good way. And uh, I'm actually heading to Toronto, Toronto, Canada, right now to hang out with my coach for the next four or five days. And I got some things in my mind, like some good things. Um, but I think the things also are crazy relevant to you and your journey. So I wanted to, to pull away while I'm driving right now in the middle of the night at 3.45, 3.47 now a.m. to pull away and talk about vision. Now, vision is something I've talked about before. It's not it's not a new topic on the Caracast. Okay, I've talked about visioning. I've talked about how to create your vision story. I've talked about those things. And those things are all great. But let me tell you something. Uh, actually, let's do this first. Let's let's do a quick recap on Carrot Camp, um, and then I'm going to talk about what my coach told me and what he called me out for, like in a nice but crazy, encouraging, and stern way. That's like, hey, Trevor, you got to get this figured out. Um, but Carrot Camp was amazing, guys. So we we sold out Carrot Camp uh, a month or two in advance before Carrot Camp happened, and it was just such amazing people. I mean. Uh, I say this every single time, but Carrot Camp, it seems like it keeps getting better. Um, at least there's a high standard that, that we keep upholding at this point. And, and now the team, we're pulling away and we're going, man, so what do we do What do we do next? How do we make Carrot Camp even better while we get so many people returning for another Carrot Camp? And this uh, Carrot Camp, we had four people that had signed up from previous Carrot Camps. Uh, one of them wasn't able to make it because of health Issues uh, with the family, and we're uh, you know, praying for you, man. And uh, which just, we just really hope to see you in the future at one. Just really looking for you to crushing things. But um, three came back for their second carrot camp. So Edward Beck was at the very, very first ever carrot camp uh, a year and a half, two years ago. And then we have Ben Socek. Ben Socek is uh, one of our high end clients on the concierge side of things, where we run all of his traffic for him. And, he did his first million-dollar year last year. Did $1.2 million. Uh, he operates in the Midwest. And uh, of the $1.2 million, about half of it was from what uh, was from Carrot. About half of it was from his website, from the traffic that uh, we were driving him. And we're just so pumped that we are able to help uh, such a nice guy, an amazing guy like Ben, be able to do you know what he's doing. I mean, he pulled all the heavyweight. We just did a little bit of stuff on the back end. And it was just so much fun, y'all. <clears throat> One of the big pieces of feedback that we always get from Carrot Campers, y'all, is is you come into Carrot Camp, you usually learn how to generate leads and, and how to get those things done. And, and we tackle that stuff with you. Okay, there are definitely several people who were like, I came here really just so I could tie it and get the online side of things done. And we're not going to teach you how to do that in two days or a day and a half. And that's not, not what Carrot Camp's about. We're not pulling away conference style and teaching you how to do online, online lead gen. What the aim is, is that you connect with others in Carrot Camp who are crushing it with online lead gen. Talk to them, figure out what they're doing, 
figure out what they're doing different than you. Um, you really dive in and, and talk to our team. And uh, the end, end of the second day, we actually pull away and do some execution time with you. So uh, there's a couple people in specifics that really needed some help with the online marketing side of things. So we tuck away, we create a plan, create a follow-up plan, and uh, we, get it, we get it executed with them. Either they do the work or we do the work through our services, and, and uh, we want to help you crush it. So y'all, um, I'm pumped about the Carrot Camps we're doing. We're going to keep on doing more. So go to CarrotCamp.com. Those spots are already filling up right now. And we just opened up the spots last week. We have many carrot campers have already claimed their spots again for the second or third carrot camps coming back. And we want to see you come to a carrot camp as well. Go to carrotcamp.com. So now to my coaching call. Okay. Um, I've talked about this a lot where I really, gosh, you guys, you need a coach. Okay. I went for the longest time without a coach. I went for the longest time deciding to not get a coach because I thought I could figure it out. I thought, I thought having a coach was too expensive. I thought, man, it's like, I thought I could outthink the process and go, you know what? I don't really need to do this. I can just buy books. I can, I'm a smart guy. You know, I can figure this stuff out. And what I've found over and over again, the last two or three years is as I'm trying to crack through uh, a new level in life, not just business, Okay, not, not just business, a new level in life, a new level as a husband, a new level as a father. Um, you know, if, if, I were to, if I were to do my five F's exercise, I did it at the car- at Carrot Camp, and if I would grade the different parts of my life, one to five, one being failing miserably, five being amazing. Uh, if I were to look at, let's say, family, you know, I'm probably being hard on myself, but I'm probably a three, three and a half. And so I've got, I've got some room to grow there. And it's not because I don't have the time, it's because... I'm not putting the intentionality into things as, as much as I want to. Okay, and so when when I really give myself the the grade of those things, I probably you know, four four and a half on finances, uh, fitness, uh, probably a three and a half. Same thing because I need to put more intentionality in there. Even though I'm working out quite a bit, and I feel like I'm in great shape. Uh, it's not anywhere near where I want it to be. But the reason I bring this up is because I need a coach for myself because there's oftentimes things that you don't see or that you're ignoring that they see immediately and the right coach can call you out on it. And so I was on the coaching call and my coach always says, hey, what do you want to talk about? And you know, after we go through a few things, he asked me, what are your five dials? Where's your leads? Where's your revenue? You know, Where's your time off? Things like that. But then he says, what do you want to talk about? And so we write two or three things down. We talk about those really quick. But every single time, every single time, he always then drops something on me that I wasn't saying, I wasn't bringing it to him to talk about, but every time it's the actual thing that we should be talking about. And for some reason, he just knows that, you know, it's his experience and work with a lot of entrepreneurs like myself. And he said, you know what? I want to talk about vision. Uh, I want to talk about vision, Trevor. And I thought he was going to go off honestly and like teaching me about, Hey, you need to have a vision and here's this and let's craft the vision. Da, 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 da. He didn't, he just came right out of the gates and said, Trevor, he goes, we've been working together a little over a year. You know, you've been doing amazing things, but he goes, he goes, you know what? The business is honestly behind where it should be right now. He said, the business is honestly behind where it should be right now. And it's because of you, it's because of you, because you have been holding the business back. And I've known that I, usually the CEO is the, is the person who holds the business back, uh, in many cases. You know, they're, they're usually the ones that that are the one 
uh, bottlenecking things or whatever until you get out until you get out of that situation. And he said, uh, he said, what's your vision? Where do you want to be in 10 years with this business? And when he asked the question, in theory, you know, in theory, I know that. I know where I would want to be in 10 years because I've written it down. But in practice, it's not something that's hitting me at my core. You know, it's something that in theory, I can tell you where I would love the product to be in two years and five years. And, and, I, and I'm very clear on that vision. But I'm not as clear on the vision of where this company is going to be in 10 years. And when we really started digging into it, it wasn't because I didn't know where it could be. It wasn't because I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, dictate, um, where this business should be in 10 years. It was because deep down in my gut, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe that those things that I was saying and writing down were actually going to happen. And, and also I wasn't, I wasn't dreaming big enough. I wasn't allowing myself to dream big enough. Okay. So he asked me, he said, so where the heck's this thing going? Because if you don't, if you don't, if you don't dictate really clearly where this thing's going and it's something that's exciting to you and it's something that you wake up every single day thinking about, he said, how the heck are your team members going to know? How the heck are they going to be excited about it? And, and the funny thing is because I was hiking yesterday with my family and with Josh on, on my team and, and his family and uh, we were hiking some waterfalls, amazing time of the year out here to hike waterfalls. And, uh, and we were talking and Josh is just such a great, a great, great example, but all of our team members are this way of just amazing team members, great culture fits, just such amazing, awesome people that are bought into the mission of care. They're bought into the fact that we're running a business differently, that adds humanity to the world, that, that has a high standard of customer service that, you know, that really provides a great result. They're bought into that. You know, they're bought into that stuff. But there's another level to it that, that they're not bought into. They're not bought into... You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going re- to relate it this way. I've got a buddy, Alex Sharf, and he's been in the podcast before. We're going to bring him back for another episode of the Cast soon. But he's, he's another CEO coach that works with people. I'm in Russell Brunson's mastermind. So is he. That's where I met him. And uh, he works with a lot of entrepreneurs. And one thing that Alex Sharf and says that this is the best way I've ever heard it described is he said, every entrepreneur, every person, every human being needs to know what their hall of fame is. They need to know what their Super Bowl is. And when he first said that, I'm like, huh, what's that? What's that mean? You need to know what your hall of fame is. You need to know what your Super Bowl is. He said every single day when an NFL player wakes up or a major league baseball player, or whatever your sport is, uh, when, when um, an NFL player wakes up, they clearly know where they're going. They clearly know what they're supposed to be doing and why they're doing it. They show up because they know exactly what their Hall of Fame is. There's actually a place called the Hall of Fame that when you achieve at a certain level, you may be lucky enough someday to be voted into the Hall of Fame among the best of the best in the world. And that's something amazing to strive for. If you're going to be a football player and you're going to play in the NFL, you might as well strive to be the best in the world at it. Okay, how do you get there? It's not the only way to get there, but they every season, so the Hall of Fame is for their career, but every season, everybody knows their aim. It's to win the Super Bowl. Every single football player on that team, from the punter, from the quarterback, to the offensive lineman, in defense, all of them, they all know what their mission is that year is to win the Super Bowl. So when they're working out, they're looking at their matchups for 
that game for that week for the season. When they're working at they're looking at their strengths, they're looking at their weaknesses, they're looking at all the things that they're going to should be looking at to go, how do we work towards the Super Bowl and win that thing this year? Okay, the coach knows what their mission is, is to win the Super Bowl. Okay, maybe it's not that year, but maybe they're building up to that in the next two to three years. But none of them show up without that mission. What can you imagine being a football player showing up just to play the game? You get in you get in two, three years of the game and you're like, well, why why am I doing this thing? Well what what's the ultimate goal of it? Was it just to show up and win some games on the daily basis? No. There's actually missions to win that aren't Super Bowl and hopefully make the Hall of Fame. And so when you have that mission, when you have that that thing in your mind, and and your whole team has that, which you relate that to the football team, everybody's you know, everyone's in unison. Everyone is in unison towards the same thing. Everyone's excited about it. You can celebrate this massive thing. You can celebrate the progress for it. And you don't have to have just these fake rewards or fake awards. Okay? You know, here at Carrot, we have we have revenue goals, but what do those revenue goals mean? Right? I mean that they mean we can give away more money because we give away 1% of our overall our overall gross revenue and it's amazing and it wraps more focus and more purpose and more passion into our business for myself and for our team members but why what does it what does it matter to grow revenue or, or why should we keep on growing customers what's what's the ultimate goal of that or for you guys on the wholesaling or flipping side or agent real estate agent side why the heck should you keep on flipping transactions? Why the heck should you keep on selling more houses and helping more buyers buy houses? Why should you keep doing that? Is it just so you can make a few bucks? If that's the case, it's going to get old pretty quick. Okay, you're going to you're going to find new ways to become interested. You're going to find new businesses to start. You're going to find distractions that are going to distract you away from your Super Bowl, from your Hall of Fame. And I've been in that. And I've seen so many people that are doing that where they're crushing it in this one part, in this one business. And then they don't really know what their Hall of Fame or Super Bowl is. So therefore they go, well, I think I'm winning. You know, I'm, I'm winning financially. Therefore, I must have made it. And if this is all there is, I'm already, you know, money already hasn't fulfilled me. Then I must need to do something else to try to find that fulfillment. I need to start a new business. I need to start this side hustle. I need to start this software company as I'm a real estate investor. You know, whatever it is. And that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying recognize why you're doing it. Recognize if that's the reason you're doing it because you don't have a Super Bowl or Hall of Fame in your investment or your or your agent business. Is that why you're chasing after a new opportunity? Because it's exciting. Because now there's a new goal in front of you, which is to launch this other thing to try to make it work. So when Alex Sharfman would say this, he'd say, once again, what's your Hall of Fame? What's your ultimate goal for your career or for this business long term? What's the ultimate goal? How do you know when you've made it? I was listening to a video the other day. I, I, I listen every, pretty much every single day to YouTube videos. And after you listen to a lot of um, motivational stuff, YouTube magically starts showing up all of the motivational stuff in your YouTube thread. So this one popped up the other day, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's about 30 minutes. Uh, we can share it in the show notes. If you guys are in uh, or on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify, just go over to our website, CarrotCast.com, CarrotCast.com and find this one called What's Your Hall of Fame? Um, so Arnold Schwarzenegger starts talking about how he really thinks, his, his mode of thinking. And it really fascinated me because the, the timing of this was crazy. You know, right after talking with my coach, Dan, um, about this topic, and I'm going to wrap up what he said next in a bit. 
But uh, right after I was talking with my coach Dan, and not too long after I was thinking about you know Alex Sharfin's phrase of "What's your Hall of Fame? Uh, what's your Super Bowl?" and really how I motivate my team, and then talking with Josh on our hike about the same about the same um, topic. And it's not just about motivating your team; it's about, it's about motivating yourself. And this is where it really hit home is when I listened to Arnold's video. And he was saying, he said, you know, I was kind of a scrawny kid growing up and I saw this guy, this weightlifter. And he said, he said, as soon as I saw that, this person, I don't remember who it was. I don't don't remember if it was Mr. Olympia or whatever it was at the time. But he said, as soon as I saw that person, he said, my eyes open up. He's like, I wanted to be, I wanted to be that person. He said, it wasn't just me wanting to be that person. He said, what happened was inside of me, I wanted to become the best. And he said, so he showed up, he started lifting weights at this local gym. You know, he started getting bigger. He started winning a couple little local competitions. And after you win some things early on, you can either, that can either motivate you for more, but there's got to be specifics. You got to have that Hall of Famer Super Bowl that motivates you, right? Because you're going to show up in the hard times and the hard times you're going to, you're going to just lack. You're going to, you're going to pull back and slack in the hard times, or you're going to give up in the hard times if you don't have that Super Bowl or Hall of Fame in your mind. And he said, what happened was I started putting posters of these amazing people on the wall. I started putting posters of people that I wanted to be on the wall. And then he came up with a vision for himself that carried him through his entire life and career. And his vision early on was, was I want to be the, the best bodybuilder to ever live. I want to be the best bodybuilder to ever live. That's his Hall of Fame. And then you pull it back and go, how do I be the best bodybuilder to ever live? Well, I've got to win Mr. Olympia more than anyone has ever won it. I've got to win Mr. Olympia, the biggest bodybuilding competition in the world, more than anyone has ever won it, and completely dominate this entire profession, this entire sport, I don't know what you call it, and be the best bodybuilder to ever live. That was his Super Bowl, was to win Mr. Olympia. And then it was a Super Bowl again to win Mr. Olympia again. Then it was a Super Bowl again to win Mr. Olympia again. But his Hall of Fame was to be the best bodybuilder to ever live. Now, what's your Hall of Fame, guys and gals? It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be the best in the world at something to ever live it. It doesn't have to be winning this big competition. For him, it was. What's yours? Now, this is something I'm saying this at the exact same time. I'm going to be hopping on an airplane here in a bit to fly across the country to to Toronto and that's my big mission right now y'all is I'm going to be writing for two to three hours I'm going to be really thinking and honing what is that vision what is that Super Bowl what's the Hall of Fame because I realized just this past several months as as I've been working I love my work you know I love it I I told some of my team members I'm like I absolutely love my job and my team members say the same thing but I said I want to enjoy it more though I want to enjoy my job more and what's that mean? Well, I love my work. I love the mission. I love my team. I love my my customers. I love I love I'm, I'm competitive, so I love creating product that works and that solves a problem that that uh, does something that other people aren't doing. I love that challenge. But why am I not enjoying my work as much as I know I can? Looking back now, it's because I don't have as clear of a vision on my my Hall of Fame and my Super Bowl. This company's Hall of Fame and this company's Super Bowl. I'm not as clear on any of that stuff as, as I used to be, as I could be, as I should be. Uh, when we were in the second or third year of the business, I've talked about this before. The first year, my, my, my Super Bowl, y'all, was just to finish a year finally without starting another business and just focus on one thing. 
That was my Super Bowl. And I chased that. And I had something specific to wake up for every single day. And a specific mission, specific actions then sprung out of that. And then year two was, well, shoot, you know, can, can we be the best in the world at this, for this niche? And that was my Super Bowl. Okay, that was my Super Bowl. I wouldn't say that I really had a Hall of Fame in mind. I was kind of going Super Bowl from Super Bowl. Okay, that was my Super Bowl second year. Can we, the be- can we be the best in the world at this, in, in this niche of real estate investing? And then we became that, you know, in the third, fourth years. Okay, but now where we are is while we've been in the best, the best in the world at what we do in this niche and we're going into the other markets with real estate agents, I haven't really solidified the, the new Super Bowl. You know, we've talked about it. We've talked about being the best in the world in all of real estate at inbound content marketing. Like we want to be the best. We want to be the experts. Whenever anyone thinks about content marketing for real estate, any real estate, real estate investing, real estate agents, anything like that, we want carrot to pop up. We want our brand, our color orange, our carrot logo. We want that to pop up. You know, and even as I'm saying this right now, like that's a great exercise in just talking things out because even as I'm saying this right now, I'm going, man, that's kind of pretty close, I think. That's I think that's currently our current Super Bowl or pretty close to it. That now it's not just about real estate investing, of course, it's about agents as well. It's about being the best at online inbound marketing in the world of real estate. And then we'll pick a new Super Bowl after we nail that because we're going to nail that. We're going to nail this to the best in the world. And then we have to define what does that mean? What does that mean to be the best in the world at, you know, at, at inbound online marketing for real estate? To be the best in the world at conversion rate optimization and performance marketing for real estate. What does that mean to be, be, be the best in the world? I'm going to be documenting, not writing it down. Okay. But what's the Hall of Fame? That's one I'm going to be racking my brain over. Okay, that's the one I'm going to rack my brain over, brain over. And I'll tell you some things I have been thinking about that. Okay, for me, there's several. Uh, one of them, honestly, is I want to change the face of Roseburg, Oregon. I, I do. Um, I say that, but my actions haven't shown that. Okay, I, may, maybe maybe nine years ago when I started the, the entrepreneur group, maybe maybe my actions showed up more. You know, where I started the group and I was crazy active in the community and and. Uh, you're really building this ecosystem and and started the loft and the loft is thriving in full but the, the entrepreneur group I handed off to a local group that that honestly I felt could 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 run it better to to help it help it reach its next phase of the mission and so I kind of lost that part of it where my community now is the loft which is amazing it's all awesome people and I love them but uh, locally I feel like I've kind of lost touch a little bit with pushing forward the mission and so locally, I think that might be part of the, the, the Hall of Fame for me is, is how do I know when, when we've made it, when Carrot's made it, when I've made it as an entrepreneur is when we've changed the face of Roseburg, when we've changed the face of downtown Roseburg to start and then branch out to all of Roseburg and we're attracting amazing companies and we're attracting people who move here because there's something different and there's a lot of energy that's been happening and da, 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 da. But it's because of stuff that we started, we're pushing forward, and we're fueling with the growth of Carrot's business. That to me is definitely on the table for that for the Hall of Fame. Uh, but is there something bigger? I think there is. So that's what I'm going to be thinking about. And what I, want, I want to toss this question to you: Is I'm not saying you've got to think big beyond anything that you actually want to do. Dan Dan Martell, my coach, said this. He said he said, "Man, 
He goes, you've got like carrot could be a hundred million dollar year business. You've, you, you've got this thing like carrot can be that hundred million dollar year business. But he goes, he goes, you got to want it though. And he goes, but the thing is you don't have to want it. So don't say it just because I'm saying it. Don't say it just because it sounds cool. Don't say it just because you could do it. If that's not what you want to do deep down in your heart, down in your core, you're not going to do it anyway. So don't trick yourself into it and don't like beat yourself over. You beat yourself, beat your head against the wall uh, with this fake gold, this face, fake Super Bowl, this fake Hall of Fame just because it's big and because people say you need to think big. And that's that's kind of where I've been the last year or two is uh, I so believe in what we're doing in our company. I so believe in the mission of it. I so believe in our product, our team. But what's the darn what's the darn Super Bowl? What's the darn Hall of Fame that we're all going after? I can surround myself and my team around. That's going to be long term. That's going to be something I'm excited at my core. At my core, y'all. What what does it mean when you're excited about something at your core? It means everything you do leads to that naturally. You don't have to try. Okay, it's not just a big goal, not just a big thing you you toss out to people in masterminds to sound cool and they're like, whoa, this guy's a big thinker, this gal's a big thinker. But it's something that often you quietly oftentimes are pushing forward with it. Uh, you look at Gary Vaynerchuk as an example. He's got a very, very clear Hall of Fame. His is buying the New York Jets. So I know a lot of people think it's silly and he always talks about that. But guys, the reason that that works for him, the reason that he's over there hustling to build this massive company. The reason he's been so successful is because he has a crazy, crazy, crazy clear Hall of Fame for him. Even And it can be a weird Hall of Fame, right? It's like, for him, it's just owning the Jets. I mean, is that something that is that is that some other some people would look at as like, whoa, he's changing the world? Ah, I don't know. He could probably change the world owning the Jets. Probably totally could, you know? And that's the thing is his, his Hall of Fame his Super Bowl is, is amazing. You know, you don't want to diminish anyone's. I think his is awesome. He has one. He's pumped about it. And in, in order to get that, he has to win a bunch of Super Bowls. What are those Super Bowls? Well, he can't buy the darn Jets unless he makes a lot of money. So he's got to win Super Bowl after Super Bowl with his businesses. He's got to buy businesses and execute them well and grow them. He's got to grow VaynerMedia. He's got to grow VaynerX. He's going into the sports age, you know, sports agency world. He's got to grow those things. Those are his Super Bowls. So it doesn't mean it has to be one business. And the same thing. That's where a lot of people get tripped up. It doesn't mean it's got to be one business. Uh, to Your Hall of Fame doesn't have to be one one business. Okay, It can be multiple stacked on top of each other. It's kind of your, your ultimate where are you looking to go. How do you know when you've made it? You know? So what's yours? Think about it. Don't pressure yourself to, to know it now. I think it, it'll come as long as you know the concept of what's your Super Bowl, what's your Hall of Fame. As long as you know this concept, then at the right time, your your mind will help you define what your Hall of Fame is. Your, your, your mind will help you define what those Super Bowls are. And you can be crazy successful without having those. And once again, I had those the first two or three years of the business. And we've had a strong mission. We've had a strong quote-unquote vision. Uh, but that vision, you know, I've, I've just now realized with my coach and with other people, prod me, it's like, eh, that vision's kind of, that one's not hitting me at my core. The mission is add humanity to business and help you guys save time for things in your life that matter. That's a big mission, or that's that, that's a big mission. I love that mission. But I'm going to report back what my Super Bowl is. 
I'm going to report back what my Hall of Fame is. And I want to challenge you to do the same. All right? That's where you're going to get massive fulfillment. That's where you're going to get longevity and in wanting to show up and do this. That's where you're going to get your excitement and energy. If you're growing a team, they're going to get it from that. And let me just circle back and finish up with this. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being, you know, a professional sports player? Let's say go back to the football analogy. Can you imagine being a professional football player with no Super Bowl at the end of the season? Where you just play game after game after game. The seasons never end. Game after game after game. And you wake up and go, man, I'm getting paid well, but why am I doing this? Why am I beating up my body? Why am I beating up? You know, why the heck am I just beating myself up every single day for this thing? Why? If there's no Super Bowl. And that's what we're doing every day as entrepreneurs oftentimes. It's showing up every single day, beating ourselves up with no really clear reason that we're doing it other than a few bucks. So how do you shift that? Report back to me. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Go to Instagram. Follow me on Trevor Trevor.mock, M-A-U-C-H. And DM me. DM me. What is your Super Bowl? What is your Super Bowl? What's your Hall of Fame? DM me those. I'm going to share some of them uh, on social media here on the podcast. I want to have a two-way conversation with y'all on this topic because I feel this is going to change some lives. I feel it's going to change some businesses and I know it's going to change mine once I nail this. All right, guys, have an amazing, amazing rest of the week. Share some love, share some positivity with other people today and share this episode with someone that you care about that you know needs the vision for their Super Bowl and for their Hall of Fame so they can make a greater impact. All right, talk soon.